This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. How that make you feel? Giving a child his freedom. So good. You have been at this for 12 years. My country tis of thee. Why are you doing it? Because God's children are not for sale. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. For homeland security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. And, my and this is my one chance to put those pieces back together. And, and yet somehow, you have failed to bring me one real world lead. It's over, Tim. Close up and come back home. So you quit your job and you go and rescue those kids. South of that river is all rebel territory. No one goes in. What if this was your daughter? So she's gone. that that's the sound of freedom sound of freedom is one of those films that can legitimately change this world so we want to ignite a fire in audiences and open their eyes to the dark reality of millions of children that need our help Let's make this film a historic event and the start, the end of child trafficking. Theaters across this country are already selling out. Pre-order your tickets today and you can send the message that God's children are no longer for sale. It's Wednesday. 21 June, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Thank you. You're here for the second hour of the evening edition of The War Room. I want to thank you. I'm here with uh, Jordan, uh, who is the co-founder, Jordan Harmon, one of the Harmon brothers. The yeah, one of the many. There's one like of the 35 many. of us. <laughs> 35. One of the co-founders of Angel <laughs> Studio. Uh, this, as we've gotten involved with this film, um, it has gotten a tremendous response. Huge premiere last night. You're going to Miami for one there. Uh, a response here today, I know on Capitol Hill, 
talk to us. I, I met with these guys two or three years ago, and they were they were finished the principal photography. They started to um, edit. And I said, when I just saw Rushes and saw Daly, I said, this thing is so, you know, the sound of freedom, the, the story of Tim Ballard is so powerful. You know, you, I'm sure you guys will find a distributor. Yet this thing was suppressed for years. It took Angel Studios to step in here and really take the ball. You're the distributor of the film. You're marketing the film. Walk through, why, why is this more, and I got this last night at the premiere and then today, the buzz on Capitol Hill. Why is this more than just a movie? Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, for us, we look at this film. And, you know, Alejandro says it, the director says it really well. He says, this for us is the start of a movement, right? We want this to be a movement that can bring awareness to this inc incredibly disturbing topic of child trafficking. And uh, and so child sex trafficking, child sex trafficking this is not yes. for labor. Yeah. I mean, some of that may happen, but this is either child sex or even as as uh, Jim brought up, maybe there's, there's even parts horrendous uh, things that are happening. Very dark. And so when we look at this film, we already we had actually known about the film for years. But, you know, Fox had originally had the rights and then, you know, Disney acquired Fox. And for whatever reason, they decided not to distribute it. And, you know, it took Eduardo a year to get the rights back. And uh, and then. There was this miraculous moment about three months ago where Tim Ballard, we've been friends with him for a long time. And he reached out to us and he said, guys, you're building something special. You've launched a theatrical division. Why don't you take on Sound of Freedom? We said, we'd love to explore that and see what that looks like. But, you know, how likely is that even possible? He says, well, let me connect you to the producer, Eduardo. And within five days, we had pulled together Eduardo, Jim, us, all the principals. You made the deal. You made and the deal. Wow. And, but it's it's unheard of. It's right. never. And then Trust and me. then even crazier was we had this. Um, and I don't want to get into the details of it, but there was this inspiration throughout the company that we felt that this movie needed to come out on July fourth. Which for those who understand that. Crazy. July is the blockbuster month. You've got Mission Impossible. You've got Indiana Jones the week before. You've got all these massive Well, it's always big summer movie weekend. Huge but, but, but this weekend, you've got the Tom Cruise and you've got two franchises. Right? Massive franchises. And so everybody in Hollywood was saying, anybody who consulted us was like, you guys are crazy. You don't go like, well, they first said we were crazy because when we did his only son at Easter, Easter is the third biggest time yes. to release. You know, it's summer, Christmas, and then Easter. And we picked Easter, and they're like, you guys, and, and, and then his only son ended up in the top three of the box office, and then people were like, how'd you do that? Well, there's this element where um, Angel's a very unique process, in that even if I love a movie with all my heart, as executives and founders, we cannot greenlight a movie without the permission of the Angel Guild. That's the 100,000 investors. Yeah, explain the guild. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's the investors in The Chosen. You know, the people who helped make that come about, the investors in Drybar, the investors in Teletwins, a kid's series about freedom and economics. All of these investors and all of Angel Original projects are now the gatekeepers for what is an Angel Original or an Angel Project. And so when we look at Hollywood, Hollywood has become the best storytellers in the world. There's no, there's no one as good at storytelling as Hollywood. And the problem is not so much the storytellers as it is the gatekeepers who dictate what stories are told. And so what as and the gatekeepers being the studios and the distribution people, that's right. how they how you going to get it out to a broad audience and monetize hundred percent. And so what we want to do with Angel and what we're dedicating our life to is we want to create something that will allow for the stories that reflect light. That's our mission is to, to tell stories that amplify light, that those stories long after we're gone, that this company can continue on that trajectory because we don't want to just create, you know, 
Disney 2.0 or whatever you want to call it, right? And so in our mind— You're saying there are other people out there who can do that. You want to do something that's very We want to do special. something that's very, very unique and that our studio will always be telling stories that amplify light. And so um, that's why Sound of Freedom is so unique and so special because it is a story— that amplifies light in the most magnificent way. We define light as whatever is lovely, true, honest, noble, just, authentic, excellent. Those principles have to be uh, uh, have to be followed. And Alejandro Monteverde, the director, I remember him telling us. He said, "I intentionally, in every frame of this movie, no matter how dark the scene, had a had a sliver of light coming mm-hmm. in." Every frame, because I wanted people to understand that this is this is about hope. This is about the light at the end of those dark tunnels and so we are so grateful to be able to get this movie out in the world to bring awareness and to to give a voice to these children who have been voiceless for so long uh go to angel.com slash warm right now to get your tickets and you should buy a grunge on them here's why take people we're trying to send a message first off this film and seeing it will change your life as it did mine because as i've told people this is not my line of country but this is a scourge that has to be um it has to be stopped and particularly to know that in the United States of America, the greatest republic in the history of mankind, that we're the drivers of this because of the demand for child sex trafficking. It's just terrific. So that's why this film, Sound of Freedom, is a must-see. And take your friends, take your colleagues. Uh, and it's important that you guys yeah. buy tickets today. Yes. Because, uh, you know, because we're trying to show the theaters that, hey, they're going to fill them up. This is the exhibitors. Plus, add more screens. Yes. Remember, you've got Indiana Jones, and you've got the Tom Cruise Mission, Mission Impossible. Pop- the week before and the week after. Because <laughs> <are> <laughs> the theaters all book all those screens. So when you go to these multiplexes, the way you get the message out there is you have the big screens, and then you have some of these smaller screens, and that's where you need to book That's now. exactly you, you right. You guys, your target is 4,000 We screens. We are going for three to 4,000 screens, and we believe... That we can, that the doors will be opened. We keep saying, uh, you know, something that we've been saying. I've been saying to some people around the offices, it's requiring astonishing work, but we're receiving miraculous outcomes. It's miracles, and uh, the doors are being opened. And 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 the reason I think the doors are being opened is because um, Steve Jobs once said that the most powerful person on earth is the storyteller, and and the stories that are being told today is what our culture and our world will look like True. in twenty, thirty years. And so the reason Sound of Freedom is so important is because in 20, 30 years, child sex trafficking cannot be in our culture. It has to die. And you're saying this is the railhead of how you make it die because you're going to make this a mass movement. You're going to make it a, make it a mass movement and uh, give a voice to these children in such an incredible way. Again, it's, it's, it is a lot of people go, man, it's, such a, it's probably going to be such a difficult movie to watch. And my wife, she's very sensitive about you know, what content and media comes into our home. And we watched it together and she said, man, that was difficult to watch, but it's even more difficult if I had not watched it and not felt that movement in my own heart to drive something in. And it might be as simple as you watch the film and your sphere of influence is your family and you take better care of your family and your kids. Or it might be that someone sees the film that has the ability to impact in a broader scale. But the only way that happens is if we can get 2 million people there opening week for the 2 million kids that are trafficked every year. Here's one of the things about the film, and this is why you could tell that people didn't want this to come out. The quality of the film is like missing or taken or, or films like this. The quality of the film is, is as good or even better than the best of the Hollywood product. That's why I think the director is a, a, a genius. And to know the quality of that 
it is about a dark topic, but you'll sit there like last night. People are mesmerized just about the story. Ballard's story is incredible. People have to understand that Tim Ballard was an agent of DHS. I mean, this was his job, and they talk about this balance of uh, you have five agents on drug trafficking to every one agent on human trafficking, and Ballard, one of the key parts of the story is how DHS wanted to get off the mission, and really Caviso playing, uh, playing Ballard, you see, the, you see that he's mission-oriented, and that's the power of this movie. But clearly, for a host of reasons, people did not want this film, until you guys got involved, people did not want this film in, in theaters. Yeah, and, and, and I think that, you know, for, for us, we're looking at this and we're saying, um, you know, that, to your point, the storytelling of this is on par with any other, you know, film in the world. Matter of fact, it's it's powerful enough that if if the awards were were probably, you know, uh, accurate to 100 percent, like there would be Oscars given to. Oh, yes. To this film. Yes. It's just an just incredible like masterpiece. But, exactly. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> not, talk, to, talk to me about the 35 Harmon brothers. <laughs> Jordan is one of the co- co-founders, of course, there's 34 others. Yeah, um, yeah. Talk to me about Angel and particularly how you guys got started in Chosen. Yeah. Right? Want to start because that has been such a cultural. Yeah. So and we, I think it's a huge benefit to this film. They, when they called me up and they said, we have a distributor. I go, who's that? It goes, the guys that, that distributed and were involved in Chosen. I go, yeah, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're in good good hands. So there, there's there's nine of us siblings. There's six boys, three girls. So not quite 35, but we're, we're you know, we're up it there. It just seems like it sometimes. It just seems like it. Nine, but, uh, nine brothers. There, there's six, six boys. Six brothers. Three, three girls. girls. Wow. Yeah. So if you think the brothers are impressive, wait right. till you meet the sisters. Right, right, right. The, um, but the we it, it was about 2013. Um, I I was living with my wife in the basement, and my uh, brother Neil, who's also a co-founder, who you've met, is, was living upstairs, and uh, with his family, and and we had just been looking at the media landscape, and we realized that the it was spiraling very quickly, and and we didn't like what we were seeing, and so. You know, we decided that the we, content itself, the content itself, the media and the content was not reflecting what we wanted for our children and our families. And we all have kids. I have five kids. He has 10 kids. And and um, and so when we looked at that, we said, well, you know, um, let's let's figure out a way to 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 do something about this. And so we started with this idea that what if we could build an audience around um, skipping and muting content because we knew parents would want the ability to skip and mute content that they found objectionable in their home. And so we started with that concept of building an audience around that, and then we launched a studio. You mean you wanted a technological? You were yeah, going to build a tech that people would subscribe to, and we'd build an audience around that. So the family could sit there, and And that was called vidding. It might be the it might be the Disney content, but they had the ability to take. Yeah, like you know, I don't want to I don't want to hear the f word, or I don't want to hear I don't want to see this violent scene or this sex scene or whatever it is. And so we launched that, and it really started to blow up around 2015, and then uh, Disney sued us in 2016. Disney, Warner Brothers, 20th Century Fox, and films and that was devastating and a blow to the heart they they upon further review they didn't think that was such a great idea <laughs> they didn't love our business plan the uh mute this dude. <laughs> but the uh but what ended but up you happening knew you, you knew you had struck a chord yeah and 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 what ended up happening was we had to launch our studio a lot earlier than we were expecting to but what also ended up happening is our audience came to us and they said we we love what you guys are doing what you stand for we want this to exist and so they started donating hundreds of thousands that we had over, I think, $300,000 in five months, which sounds like a lot. But in a Disney lawsuit, that's about three weeks of legal fees. Right. And so we decided right about that time that the Jobs Act had come out, which allowed for small companies to do what's called equity crowdfunding. And so we said to our audience, you know what? You're asking us to fight this. We're willing to fight it to the Supreme Court. We want to stand for what we believe in. Um, 
We don't have the resources to do it. If you want to support us and you want to invest in, in VidAngel at the time, now Angel Studios, then um, you can invest, but you're probably going to lose your money. I mean, this is a long shot, but we're willing to fight it. And in five days, we raised over $10 million. Wow. And we took $5 million, and that's how we started Drybar and The Chosen. And then uh, the other $5 million, uh, we used for legal fees. And so, you know, obviously Drybar Comedy now gets over a billion views a year and uh, is, a, is the largest library of clean stand-up comedy. And then The Chosen, you know, we had the, the honor of, of meeting Dallas Jenkins and his incredible vision around uh, what he called the shepherd at the time. And, uh, and so... That we launched an equity crowdfund, uh, helped them launch an equity crowdfund that funded season one. And then the rest is history. You know, The Chosen turned into this massive over 130 million viewers that we've gotten it to worldwide. And uh, it's been, you know, it's on obviously the Angel app and The Chosen app and, and it's on uh, many streaming platforms. But the point of all this is going back to the core of our mission which was we actually didn't really want to take on uh, a show about Jesus first because we didn't want people to look at us and say, you're a Christian studio. You know, we obviously want to be faith friendly. We want to be and any stories of faith can live in our environment, but we want to tell stories that impact the culture and, and are, are of the quality of anything else out there. And so when we, uh, Jesus had other ideas, Jesus had other ideas, <laughs> he had another idea. So he, kinda, so that's, and so, start and, and, and so the chosen has been such a blessing that Dallas and his team have but done such have an incredible I, job. I want to make sure people understand this, given the structure of the industry, the chosen is it's miraculous, but it's miraculous through human agency. Yeah. The ability to pull together the quality of film, because that's as good as anything you're ever going to see. Yeah. To see the quality of the acting, the quality of the, of the, of the filmmaking, right? And the way you guys distributed it and got it out to an audience. That, that is like you took the best in Hollywood and from a standing start presented. I think it gave uh, a lot of uh, faith to a lot of uh, or confidence to a lot of filmmakers that haven't had a chance to get their product to market. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and and, and our skill sets have been in, in, in business and marketing even more than they you were didn't film. Come from a film background. We didn't have a film. I mean, to be honest, we didn't even come from a business and marketing background. We're, we're Idaho farm boys. You know, we grew up on a potato farm and dairy farm and and we, we worked for farmers and and uh, and we learned to work and we learned we didn't want to be farmers. But yeah, <laughs> that's just a hard job. I mean, it is it's such a hard job. Yeah. But that being said, as we decided as Hollywood is, yeah. it's, it's easier. It's easier. <laughs> Farmers' lives are hard. But that being said, um, we 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 love stories. We loved hearing the stories from our mother of Roy and Walt Disney and what they did as entrepreneurs and the stories they told and and the impact they wanted to have. And uh, and so the the chosen is given and Drybar have given us the mechanism to build this incredible network of tens of millions and now hundred plus million people who are rallying around stories that amplify light. And every story that comes into that network, we our goal is that in 20, 30, 40 years, when we're gone, that our children and our grandchildren will have the stories that will not only amplify light, but will help heal the culture that we live in today. When the, when the Chosen started to become a thing, right, when it started to get hot, what, what was the lesson you guys took for there? Because obviously the odds were so long against this from the beginning yeah. once it became not just a great work of art but a kind of a cultural phenomenon right that yeah. that that hollywood and all the powers that be were dismissive this will never happen in that moment when you realized it was not that you guys saw something early on and said this could be special but when it actually became special 
out in the world? What, yeah. was, what was that moment like? So that's a really, really awesome question because there was multiple moments that led up to it. But I remember my brother Jeff telling me one of the most important moments was that um, he's one of the other co-founders. So he he had had this moment where the first seven months of The Chosen, the first four episodes we launched, weren't actually doing that well. Now, they were they were everybody loved them. But it was like pulling teeth to get anybody to watch them. And, uh, and I, I remember my brother Jeff would invite people over to dinner. And then right after dinner, he'd be like, okay, now we're going to watch three episodes of The Chosen. And they'd be like, what? And he's like, I've got a captive audience. You are sitting here. I poured my life into this. You are watching this series. You got a different dinner. <laughs> now you're going to watch and, uh, Seriously. Yes, seriously. And because we couldn't get people to watch it. But what we kept seeing is people on social media commenting and saying, I would love to watch this, but I don't know who you guys are, and I don't want to pay a subscription. I don't want to do X, Y, Z. And then the people would reply and say, hey, DM me, and I'll send you the DVDs. It's amazing. And so there was this crazy idea. What if we can connect the people who want to watch this to the people who want to share it without them ever meeting? And so we decided to bet our entire company. And to be clear, we literally are betting our entire company on this because during this time, we're in a Disney lawsuit. We are in chapter oh, 11. People, people should know Disney are the absolute killers. <laughs> they, when they, they, know, when they come at you, they are, they are, they are killers. They are killers. But, the, uh, but that being said, we are in a Disney lawsuit, and we had filed, and we had learned, and we were getting throttled in California. I mean, then in that district, we were, it was not doing us any favors. I think that's called an away game. <laughs> <laughs> it's an away home. game. You're we're playing not playing home, home court. No, that's, a, that's our home But we court. had this uh, person who reached out to us, and he said, you guys should file for chapter 11 bankruptcy. And, and everybody's like, what? Like chapter 11? And he said, no, 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 hear me out. That's going to allow you to pull jurisdiction out of California and into your home court. And so we filed for chapter 11. It gave us a year of protection. During that year, we had a trustee who was running the company. He was deciding if, if Angel Studios was going to liquidate and die. Be and chapter, big, seven. chapter be 7. Or if we were going to continue. And he came to us and he said, I'm going to study this out. I'm going to interview all you guys. I'm going to interview Disney. I'm going to figure out who the bad actor is. And I'm going to shove it down their throat. This is an atheist. He doesn't really, you know, he's not really thinking about it. He just wants to do what's right. He was an honorable man. He comes back to uh, uh, our company after, you know, doing his investigations. And he says, Disney's the bad actor. I'm going to shove it down the throat. After his due diligence, yes. he came back and, and said. And he, he says, this is, not about, this is not about what they're saying it's about. This is about crushing competition. And so he comes to us and he turns around and um, he says, but in order for me to do this, I need you to generate with the chosen and your other content, at least one, this is about October, at least $1.5 million from November to December. Now to put that in perspective, thanks, we had generated thanks, from, thanks, thanks buddy. He's like, if you don't, I have to, I have to liquidate everything because right. it, it, you're not, you're not going to, you're not going right. to, it's not going to work. And so he just said, but, but to put that into perspective from January to October, we had generated 700 grand on the chosen. Yeah. So this is it seems like an impossible feat in and, 60 days to do what in, you haven't done the other 10. That's months. right. And and we launched out of a miracle, this new free model where we gave our content away free and we let people pay it forward for others to watch it for free. And it exploded. And we did almost to the dollar over one point five million dollars. Oh what a story. And and so the trustee comes and he says to, to, to the judge, he says, not only can Angel Studios repay the judgment that the juries gave them um, they'll repay it uh, over a 14-year schedule and disney goes no 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 we want them to liquidate everything you want, want to bankrupt them and, they, and, the, and everybody's like wait a minute that, that doesn't sound like you're actually trying to recoup anything that sounds very predatorial and so that's like you don't like the competition yeah yeah 
And so it, it shifted. It shifted drastically. And then COVID hit. They started losing $50 million plus dollars a day. We were growing like a skyrocket. Um, we ended up doing well over $47 million in revenue that year. And in September oh, or October. Go back. The, so the next year. The next year, you did, did 47 million. You did 700,000 in the first 10 months, 1.5 million. So you did 2.2 million. One year, the next year you did forty seven million. Yes. Yeah. And, and so and what, walk people through how you how you now the chosen business now the chosen has, has grown to and, and all of our projects have grown to well over three hundred million dollars. And so what ended up happening was you had this beautiful show that took off. Dry bar saved our company when we were in desperate need, and then the chosen saved our company when we were in desperate need. It hit just right. And uh, and now we are grateful that those two projects have built us the network where we can get stories like Sound of Freedom out to the world. And in 2020, we ended up settling with Disney because they were draining money and they said, you know what? We don't want any lawsuits. Let's just get rid of it, be done with wow. it. And we ended up settling for a little over $7 million. Go back to The Chosen. When you first started The Chosen, the, the production. How did you fund the production cost to even get to the four episodes? So we ended up. You must have been looking into the abyss. Yeah, yeah. So we ended up doing exactly what we did with our company, where we went to the crowd and we says, "Do you want this to exist?" And if you do, just on a script. Ju uh, ju well, we had that short film, short film, that yes, short film yes. of thir thirty minutes that yes. Dallas had put together on the Nativity, and we raised over ten million dollars for season one on a short film. And uh, and we've actually done crowdfunding for every one of our original projects. So, like for example, Sound of Freedom, it had already been done. But we decided to take the same crowdfunding principles that allow us to build a community and get that grassroots effort going. We opened what was called a PNA crowdfund, where the crowd could come in and they could invest in the actual PNA, so they could get a return. PNA sports the, the prints and advertising. That's the industry term, really, for the marketing. Dollars. That's exactly right. And they raised and over five million. They raised five million dollars in less than fourteen days for Sound of Freedom. Incredible. Uh, we're going to take a short commercial break here. We're going to return. We got Jordan Harmon. He's on a, a tight schedule. They premiered the film last night in D.C., and I will tell you, it uh, it moved people. It was at the uh, magnificent uh, Bible Museum's theater, which is uh, breathtaking. You're going to play in bigger theaters here in D.C. We can't announce that yet. They'll be in a couple of weeks. But uh, I will say that this uh, film took the town by storm, and uh, people were very moved by it. It's got real momentum, tremendous meetings the team had today up on Capitol Hill. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back uh, to fit uh, Jordan's schedule. We'll be back uh, in a moment with Jordan Harmer, the co-founder, one of the co-founders of the uh, of Angel Studios. Angel.com slash forum. Go right now. I hope you're inspired. Get a ticket. Send a message to Hollywood. Be back in a moment. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait. 
or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Here's something most Americans have not heard about. The USDA recently revealed that fully one-third of the crops planted last season won't be harvested this season. Thanks to severe droughts and fertilizer shortages, the crops did not stand a chance. What does this mean? Food shortages and higher grocery prices ahead. That's why now is the time to stock up on emergency food from MyPatriotSupply.com, the nation's largest preparedness company. To help you prepare for what's coming, they're offering a new lower price on their popular four-week emergency food kit. This kit will give you peace of mind when the food shortages hit, as surely they will. It has breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, snacks, over 2,000 calories a day to help keep you going strong. And it's delicious. Your whole family will love it. Best of all, it costs less than $3 a meal. You'll laugh at grocery store prices when you have this kit. To get this special low price, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. You get free shipping, so don't delay. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Action, action, action. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Dot com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. 
That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Jordan Harmon's with me, one of the co-founders of Angel Studios. Given that incredible story, two things. Number one, when you saw this film, I want to know your first impressions. Because when I saw the, the, the clips they had or the segments they had almost three years ago, I said the filmmaking here is extraordinary. But the topic is a, is a tough topic. Yeah. And I didn't tell them, hey, Hollywood's not going to be. Because at that time, <laughs> I think they were still at Fox. And I said, how did they prove the script? The first time you and your brother saw it. Give me your impressions of what went through your mind the first time. So the first time I watched this, I watched it on a laptop with my wife. And um, and then there was we had to pause a few moments, you know, during that film because the... When you have children yourself, it is very difficult to... There's a line in the film where he says, what if this is your daughter? And uh, I remember pausing and just, you know, tears and uh, emotions going through. And so I immediately knew that um, if, if God wanted us to, that we'd be, we, we, sh we wanted to get this out. Now, obviously, it had to get through the Angel Guild. But the Angel Guild, those 100,000 investors of The Chosen and all of our other TV shows, they gave it one of the top scores we've ever seen. Tell me about that. So you, you put it out to the Guild, and the Guild are just like studio heads. They all watch it, and then tell me what the response Yeah, is. so anybody who's an investor in any of our projects or a subscriber to the Guild, you can download the Angel app, and, and inside there's a Guild tab. And it allows people to come see the projects that are in Angel's pipeline. And it could be concept pieces. It could be finished films. It could be pilot episodes. And those people are asked two questions. Does the story amplify light? And, uh, and again, we define that as whatever is lovely, true, honest, noble, excellent, those principles. And then the second question we ask is actually called the Sean Ellis test. So Sean Ellis, uh, if anybody's aware of the software Slack, is this B2B, uh, it's this business software where people use to communicate with people inside their company. Well, in the early days of Slack, investors are experiencing some major fatigue as to like, I don't know what the business model is here. And so Sean says, hey, you know what? Let me go, let me go survey the customer base and see what we have here. And he asked him a very unique question. He says, if Slack didn't exist tomorrow, how would you feel? And he only gave him three options. Very disappointed, somewhat disappointed, or not disappointed. He didn't actually care about what people, when people said somewhat disappointed or not disappointed, because those aren't passionate people. He wanted to know how many people would be very disappointed if Slack didn't exist tomorrow. And 54% of people came back and said, we'd be very disappointed. So he goes to the investors and he says, we got to double down on this. We've got something special here. Well, lo and behold, a decade later, Slack sells for $27 billion. Right. And so we've, we've used that similar question where we say, if this was never made into an Angel Studios original or an Angel Studios production or uh, a film, how would you feel? Very disappointed, somewhat disappointed, or not disappointed. And you have to get well over 40% of people to say they'd be very disappointed just to be considered. And then if you want to go theaters... Hold on, hold on. Walk me through that again. You, you have a cutoff. It has to be 40%. 40% of people have to say they'd be very disappointed. It means 40% of this massive group has to be very disappointed if this doesn't exist. You that's want just the, to be considered. You, you want the guild to be... Passionate, passionate about, about just even to get it into the process that's right you're so time consuming that's exactly People right saying the film business just a time suck 100 percent, and that's just to be considered now to go to theaters it's 60 percent. wow you're Sound saying you got to raise it up yeah because the, the effort is, is then right. streaming 
and and the sound of freedom got well over 70 percent of people saying we'd be very disappointed if this didn't exist of and, the guild and, of the guild and i want to see it in theaters that's right and so there's this massive built-up demand where we already wanted to do this we saw the film we could feel it and we could sense that there was something incredibly special here eduardo and Alejandro and their team, they are brilliant. Jim's acting is oh, this, yeah. is the best of his career. Best. And, and so when the Guild came in and said that, we said, we're going to dedicate every resource we have to get this out there. And, uh, and then it was about just picking a date. And so we decided to do okay, the Okay, let's go back day. to this. Because <laughs> uh, go, to, go, to, go to angel.com right now, support this film, slash War Room, get your tickets. Here's why. This film is in and of itself, as a thing itself, is very important. It's going to really have a movement. But also what Angel is doing is also a movement in themselves. And I want to go to the next, I don't want to call it a kamikaze mission. But, but, <laughs> but normally when studio, studios have a slate of pictures, and people say, well, why do studios traditionally put out 12 to 18 pictures? One of the reasons is so the exhibitors got to pay them, right, because they got another picture they're going to deliver. So the whole system is very locked in from the 1920s, yep. Yep. when motion pictures really started. And that's why you've seen there really haven't been many new studios. Not studio, a lot of innovation not, there. And not a lot of new studios since then. People have tried it, but it, over time it gets to be very tough. You guys are trying something radically different. Normally, I could go to any other studio and they would talk to me about a year out, yep. particularly their summer, which is the, which the theater owners is the highest time of year we're going to sell the most popcorn, even more than Christmas or Easter. 100%. We're going to sell the most popcorn and have people come from multiple times and be bigger crowds. The studios are looking nine months out. You've done this in less six, than three months. Less than three months. That I would say, knowing the business and being in the business <laughs> for twenty years, that is impossible. How did you convince the theater? Because the exhibitors, <laughs> the studios, different than the exhibitors. The exhibitors already booked their things out. Yeah, and yep. the, and you're not just oh, Mission Impossible has been on that date for a year. A year, and so is the Raiders. The the, the, the Indiana uh, Jones. Indiana Jones. The last week of September, maybe when kids got to go back to school, or sure. it's, uh, August. Not the Fourth of July weekend. So, how did you make a decision, get all the mechanics you need to release the film theatrically, and then go in and convince the theater owners that, oh, by the way, in your busiest time of the year, most profitable, can I have like uh, three thousand screens? <laughs> so, first of all, a lot of faith, because um, it was there was some inspirational moments within the company from multiple people who felt like Sound of Freedom needed to be a July Fourth release. And so we had to go. Now we had to back it up with logic and say, how do we pull this off? Because faith can only get you Sound so of far, freedom, right? Because you're saying this is a film at the end of the day is, about freedom. We had to inventize that. It had. It's about freedom. It's about freedom for these children. And so, once we had decided on the date, um, one of the big reasons that we actually went with that is um, so. There's a story back in, um, and I, I'm trying to remember the studio's name. I, uh, Focus. It's feature films for families, I believe. So they they were getting their start. Uh, I believe it was them. And they were having some successes, and then they kind of bet their entire company on on a single film called The Swan Princess. Mm -hmm. And and they had announced that they're going to the theaters with The Swan Princess. They're trying to go head-to-head -head with Disney. I haven't heard of it, so I think that's a bad news for the studio. It is out. bad news for the studio. And, 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 they had, and what ended up happening was Disney had Lion King, uh, I, I believe, uh, on a different slate before The Swan Princess, and then they went and extended it. To take all the screens right. so that end the of Swan Princess. ends of Swan Princess in that studio, and they end up going bankrupt. And the, on that film. The people should know, understand because the theater owners are said they got I get Disney with Lion King. I don't think I'm taking Swan. Princess. That's exactly so they're right. Be in like the tiny screen. That's exactly right. Of, of the twenty multiplex or, or almost no screens. Right. And so for for us, 
we are a nimble startup company, and we had this feeling that if we can move very quickly and swiftly, that the opposition won't have time to adapt. And so we picked a date that no one had, and uh, we had a, you know, Sound of Freedom is a little bit of counter-programming that it's not exactly like Mission Impossible, and right. it's not exactly like Indiana Jones. One and, point is a lot of other your competitors in the independent film business or whatever are not going to go up against right. that's Indiana right. Jones. So you're not going to see a lot of new releases. 100%. And so we went in there, and, and we basically went into the theaters, and we said, listen, here's why, and, and based off of our success with His Only Son and the Easter release, because they were thrilled to death with that. It got number three in the box office with, like, John Wick and... Um, you know, Mario Brothers, it was lined up against a ton of blockbusters and it did really, really well. We had built enough relationship with them and they're rooting for us. They, they really are the exhibitors, who, the, the, exhibitors theaters, the theaters are they really, want another good they product, want another great from, from family for family oriented content. And so they're rooting for us and they turned around and they said, you know what? We want to give you the chance to do this. And, and our model is that we need people to show up to pre-sales to earn our way to more and more screens, to earn our way to more That's and more theaters. That's why we get two million tickets. Two million relates to the kids that have been uh, have trafficked been tra- every tra- year. Trafficked every year. So go to, uh, go to angel.com right now slash war room to get your tickets and to buy a grunch of them to take family and friends. When the theater owners, the exhibitors who are fairly steely-eyed guys, right? It's a, it's a tough business. When, they, when you showed them the film, what was their response? Because these guys, and they may have a feeling like this is something that people see, but they really are, they're hardcore. Are people going to come see yep, this Yeah, 100%. Movie? And and we were blown away when we looked at Cinemark and Regal and AMC and all these major theaters and showed it to them that the, every one of them was like, you have our support. It's great. And so we, we need to give the, them the, the movie. we need to give them the courage to give us more and more theater screens and to give the smaller players, the regionals and the local theaters to give us screens. And so, you know, like you said, if you're at angel.com slash war room, that is the critical call to action is that in the next 14 days, we've got to make a stronger statement than ever. Because it, you're going to impress the theater owners. So it's going to be easier to get a family oriented product of light in next time. You're gonna you're gonna put the, the all the agencies and and the marketing companies and everybody deals with the actors are all gonna say hey these guys are players yep. these guys can get a tough picture out within ninety days I've never heard of it in in my and yeah, I've been I've in this business since especially the, not for a summer release in the late eighties <laughs> at Goldman and in my own firm you know we're the, one of the financiers in this business I've never heard of a company taking a project on ninety days later having on twenty five hundred screens. I mean, it just shows you the determination. You guys won't take no for an answer. <laughs> That's well, you know, it's there's. We were meeting with someone in the Capitol today, and he said a really powerful statement. He said, um, "the uh, the key to success is persistence. It's not about being exceptionally smarter. It's not about being, you know, the the, sh- the sharpest tool in the box. It's about being persistent and never giving up." And so, for us, we looked at it and we just said, "You know what? Uh, we we know." The marketing space really, really well. You know, part of our background, like I said, is in marketing. If you've ever seen like the Harmon Brothers Agency, if you've ever seen like the poopery ads or the Squatty Potty ads or the Purple Mattress that have had hundreds of millions of views, really billions of views now, that's where our background came from, that agency to really propel what we do. And so we're leveraging this this type of marketing, kind of guerrilla marketing into the theater space in a, in a massive way. Tell me about um, last night, the premiere, and uh, first of all, the, the Bible Museum, perfect place to oh, show they, it. They were wonderful. It's a, ma- it's a magnificent uh, facility. The, the crowd was incredible. Because during the week here, particularly people were back voting late at night. They're arguing about the, these impeachment bills, all this. An incredible crowd. But then you were at Capitol Hill today, 
and all the furor that's going on. But people are making time because they've heard about the movie. They're going to see the movie. Some have seen snippets of it. But these guys are smart about knowing when something's hot. So yeah. tell me about Capitol Hill today. Yeah, so I think the coolest part about Capitol Hill today is these guys, uh, they're so busy. You know, we're all, you're busy. We're all busy. Like, the fact that you've taken so much time to help us with this film is just remarkable. And so we're all busy. But, you know, everybody has, you know, their chief of staff or their assistants that are supposed to come in and let them know, hey, it's time to come out. And uh, and time and time and time again today at the at the Capitol Hill, We'd be meeting with someone and someone would be like, hey, you got to come out for a vote. And they're like, give me a minute. You know, they, they wanted Switch. to hear Switch. and understand. And we showed them, obviously, the new trailer that you showed your audience today that you, you released. And so it's um, this this truly is resonating across across the, the, the board. And it should. We should all be united on our children and, and how much they mean. Because we always say the children are the future, right? Well, We've got to unite around this because if we can't unite around this, I don't know what we can unite around. Well, the shocking thing about the first off, I think in people and I don't want to give too much of the film away because it's like I said, it's made as a Hollywood thriller. Right. And the things are revealed as you go on. And I think that's one of the reasons the, the theater owners said, hey, this movie is as good as anything Liam Neeson's been making or better, much better. Um, it's the shocking fact of number one that that uh, Tim is actually a government agent that's kind of pulled off the case. And then you're sitting there going, whoa, 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 whoa. The second <laughs> is that, and what still gets me, is that the United States is the driver of demand here. That this is a... This number is one consumer. Number one consumer of this. And that is shocking. And I think if we can unite around that, and Eduardo was here today to talk about how we work together with Mexico to shut down the supply side. But to shut down the supply side, you've got to get to the demand side. Is 100%. That what, so tell me, when you say this, you want this to be part of the release of this film, to get the muzzle velocity out there, to start a movement, what does that mean to you? So the, the beauty of, of storytelling is that, um, I can't remember who said it, um, but the, they said, if, if I want to uh, influence a society um, and I have to choose between politics and art, I'm going to choose art. It was Plato. It was Plato. That, Plato. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you. I'm glad you remembered. You're and, in the war room, baby. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Although Ed Warner did. Ed Warner dropped that on me today, so he's good too. Ba based on all these books in <laughs> yeah. here, you've got some, some reading that you've done. But the point is, is that. But it's know, important. Plato said I've had to choose art or politics I'm to gonna control society. Art. I'm, I'm going to choose art. art. And, and so when we look at where society is and, and, and really the illness that's in certain parts of society, and it's, uh, there are a massive amount of the, the unheard and the neglected part of the United States and the world, and we need to fill that gap with meaningful stories that, that are going to amplify light into the darkest places of the world. And so with Sound of Freedom, it's going to... It's a movie that causes you when you get done to say, what can I do? How can I help? And what I would encourage people to do is every one of you, it's probably going to be individual and unique, right? It might be something as simple as just sharing word of mouth or paying it forward so someone else can watch the movie for free. Or, you know, maybe you have more resources to help an organization that's tackling these problems. And so as the awareness lifts or talk about it at the barbecue the next night that's exactly and get people right just if it moves you um first off most one of the first reactions you're going to have is you're going to sit there and go how did i not know what this was going on how how am i not aware of this on a problem that is a jim said today globally i think it's 155 billion dollars it's 35 yes. billion dollars in the united states how how is this thing so big 
and happens and you have these agents and on these complex assignments and it's clearly some sort of industrial structure on the supply side how could this go on and not know anything about it yeah and and that's that's where i think this film comes in and fills that void worldwide i think this film has the potential to um to truly bring that awareness and there's the saying that says all ships rise with the rising tide as sound of freedom rises and the awareness lifts the globe is going to hear that and they're going to help the organizations and they're going to rise with it in terms of resources and abilities and so um, that's our goal our goal is to bring awareness to mold the culture and to help us wake up to this atrocity okay time for action use your agency you have people that will take action and do things the guys at angel have just done an incredible job so make sure you go to angel.com right now slash war room get your tickets uh take people with you become a force multiplier because that's the only way this thing's going to get there real quickly how do people get if they want to become part of your other aspects yeah the guild yeah. where do they go how do they see future product? How do they see all of that? Yeah, so just go to, you can either go to angel.com or you can download the Angel app on any of your major devices. And uh, inside the Angel mobile app, you can actually sign up and subscribe to the Angel Guild to help influence what are the stories that will be told into the future inside of Angel's ecosystem. That is such a powerful way for your voice and your values to be heard. Because again, no matter how much I as a founder and my brothers and, and as executives, that we want something to come through into our ecosystem, the Angel Guild has to give us the thumbs up first. And so that's a critical thing you can do. Again, angel.com, also download the Angel app. And um, we are so grateful for, um, obviously, Steve and, and, and the voice that he's giving to the voiceless. Wow. And, uh, and we're grateful for your audience and that they are showing up in droves to buy tickets and to help support I this incredible when, when film. When Caviso and, and Eduardo got back to me and said, hey, the film's going to come out theatrically, in the summer on you know over 2,000 screens. I go, come on, guys. And they go, no, we're working with the Angel guys. I said, the guys did The Chosen. I go, F- I'm in. I'm all in. <laughs> They're amazing. You're, you guys are fantastic. Thank you, Steve. Tell the other five brothers. I can't wait to meet the sisters. They're the killers, right? They so, are. They are okay, incredible. Angel.com slash War Room. Uh, we're going to end with the trailer, and then I will be back here live 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. A lot going on. See them. That was awesome. That make you feel giving a child his freedom felt good. You have been at this for twelve years. My country tis of thee. Why are you doing it? Because God's children are not for sale. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. For Homeland Security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. And And this is my one chance to put those pieces back together. And yet somehow, you have failed to bring me one real world lead. Over Tim. Close up and come back home. So you quit your job and you go and rescue those kids. South of that river is all rebel territory. No one goes in. Don't fight! 
What if this was your daughter? So, she's gone. Sound of freedom. Sound of Freedom is one of those films that can legitimately change this world. So we want to ignite a fire in audiences and open their eyes to the dark reality of millions of children that need our help. Let's make this film a historic event and the start the end of child trafficking. Theaters across this country are already selling out. Pre-order your tickets today, and you can send the message that God's children are no longer for sale. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.